Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. With Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk of 24-7 Sports. Powered by Taylor Construction Equipment. Whether you're looking to rent, lease, buy, or for service, contact Taylor Construction Equipment today at taylorconstructionequipment.com or call 662-446-1048. Now get ready for Thunder and Lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian, hey dad, Robbie, fuck you. On a Thursday morning, thanks for joining us here at supertalk.fm or wherever it is you get podcasts from. We appreciate all you guys out there, our great listeners, especially our servicemen and women out there taking care of us. I want to thank our sponsors over at Strange Brew Coffee House and Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. Start your day the right way with a trip to the drive-thru over at Strange Brew Coffee House here in Starkville or at Brupolo uh, over in Tupelo. It would be a little weird, Robbie, if Brupolo was in Bee Lake. It would be a little weird. Sounds kind of scary. Yeah. Well, it's just a lake. It's not really a lake. It's a lake lake covered in bees. (laughs) Not the bees. Ah. No. You can do it. Cover Winkley in bees. (laughs) Forgot about that. (laughs) Anyway. uh, Wherever you are in our Little Nikki. Little Nikki, yes. Popeye's chicken. Uh... Wherever you are in our great state, if you want to enjoy Strange Brew Coffee every morning, it's just a uh, click away. Go to strangebrewcoffeehouse.com and order it to be shipped right to your door. And I promise you this, by the way, you can order you know a lot of stuff there, not just coffee. You offer coffee mugs. Uh, if there's any coffee mugs there, I promise you they won't mix up Mississippi State and Ole Miss football stadiums. Only dumb national brands do that. What kind of what kind of idiots could possibly screw that up? I don't know. I don't know. Stun. Anyway. <laughs> StrangeRootCoffeeHouse.com. <laughs> I love you, Steph. College Corner. At College Claire and Ledger. Nashville strikes again. They struck again. Is I mean, Nashville I, I in charge of Starbucks? I Starbucks? thought Starbucks was based out of Seattle. I had no idea they had a Nashville division. Uh, we said we weren't going to make all this public. I just did it anyway. Why not? College Corner and CollegeCornerStore.com is the place to find maroon and white merchandise that you are looking for. Two locations to serve you. In the Jackson area, they're original by Fleet Feet. They're flowed by the Half Shell. You can shop online at collegecornerstore.com, and they will be opening a third location. It's in Oxford, Mississippi. But if you live in the Oxford area, they're going to have plenty of Mississippi State merchandise for you to buy there. So come by. The grand opening is August the 31st, and Super Talk and Sports Talk Mississippi uh, will be there. Myself and Michael Borky. Richard will be calling games, so it'll just be uh, the dream team there uh, at that remote. So come by and say hello to us. At College Corner, their new location in Oxford, opening August 31st. Restaurant Tyler, Starkville's flagship restaurant. It appears we have a dinner reservation for ourselves at Restaurant Tyler coming up, uh, Robbie Falk, as our friend. I don't believe I'm going to be able to make it. Oh, that's a shame. Well, I have a dinner reservation coming up at Restaurant Tyler. I wish I could. Well, you know, you got to you got to do what's important to you in life and obviously your friends don't rank very high on that. So, well, my other group of friends do cuz I have your a fantasy, other friends. Oh, I have a fantasy other, I have a fantasy football draft party that's lasting all day. Your I can't other miss friends. That. Your other friends are more important than 
us. I, I get it. It's cool. This has been planned for weeks. Mm, weeks. Weeks. That's right. Wow. I'm just saying. Your friend Theo coming back from uh, from California for a weekend. But it's, it's fine. It's, it's only like a 8,000 mile drive. <laughs> I'm sure he'll make it again. Well, this whole time I planned on hanging out with Theo and then you moved. I had to what move. We were going to do. So. Well, it didn't make sense to do it the other way because then you could, you wouldn't have been able to come hang out with him anyway. You'd been working until ten o'clock at night. Yeah, I might have. Yeah, so. might have just said screw work. Oh, but you know your fantasy football draft. Yeah. Uh, you just put it on auto draft. Probably do better than you've ever done before. That's not true. Oh, okay. I've won. I've won a few championships. Championships. Not, not in this league, but oh, okay. I have before. I hear you. I just I'm usually to... sometimes I'm 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 bottom of the barrel in this league, but yeah. that's probably you probably my time's draft, coming. You draft too many Steelers. That's your problem. I don't draft enough Steelers. <laughs> I just get the whole thing. Well, we say all that to say that I'm looking forward to dinner uh, next weekend at Restaurant Tyler. It was a hell of a read for them. I really yes. conveyed their message in that in that ad read. Uh, Priority One Bank, 16 locations throughout Central Mississippi. Ready to serve you. Go to PriorityOneBank.com to find the location nearest you. When you open a, an account with Priority One Bank, you're putting your future in your own hands and the hands of people that you trust. You're not having to worry about making a, a, a decision that's going to affect you and having to talk to people you don't know. With Priority One Bank, you talk to the people in your community. You're going to know them. You go to restaurants with them. You go to lunch with them. You go to church with them. You go to you know, your kids go to school together. That's the difference that you, you get when you bank locally with places like Priority One Bank. So find a location near you. Open an account today. Let Priority One Bank make you their priority. Robbie, football practice starts here at Mississippi State on Friday. Today is report day at Mississippi State. Very simple procedure. They'll come in. They'll have meetings. Make sure everybody's here. As far as we know, everybody is expected to report. State doesn't have anybody there. You know, There have been years past where you were still waiting on guys to get through the academic clearinghouse or, or things like that. None of that is, to my knowledge, is going to happen today, tomorrow. Something that I was asked last week on Sports Talk Mississippi that I want to get your thoughts on, and that's, can we learn anything from about Mississippi State from camp? What can we learn between t- Friday and the uh, the start of game week, which would be August, I believe, the 28th? is when we'll have uh, our first press conference with Zach Arnett as as the head coach for a game week. What can we learn about Mississippi State, in your opinion? I don't know. I, I don't know if you can learn a whole lot until the games start. Don't feel bad you know, about that answer, because that was my answer, too. But well, it's just, you know, every time we go through this, uh, coming into fall camp, we start thinking, is it the defense that's bad, or mm-hmm. is the offense good? Mm-hmm. And all you can do is kind of look at it and say, well, you know, so-and-so looked good out there. You know, Will's arm looks pretty good. But it, until you get out there and you play someone else, you truly don't know what you have. Because for, for all we know, the defense could be really good and the offense is going up against one of the best defenses in the SEC or the other way around. We don't know until you can measure yourself against someone else. Um, but I do think that we can learn some things about some players individually. We can learn who's separating themselves from the pack at certain positions. Um, I'm very intrigued with the defensive back group. I really want to yeah. see what that group looks like. I really want to see who 
is stepping up at linebacker outside of Jet Johnson and Buki Watson. Um, you know, Jet was out for the entire spring, but we know that's going to be his job at that spot. Um, we know Buki Watson's got his spot. Who can win the spot um, with J.P. Purvis and, and John Lewis? Who are some of the other young linebackers that are going to step up there? Is Travion Williams ahead of schedule? Is he going to be able to step in and help Mississippi State this year on the defensive line? I'm really looking at that defensive side of the ball. I'm really looking at the tight end position. What's Rylan Gody and, and Jaquarius Spivey look like? I feel like we know what to expect at wide receiver and tight end uh, running back. We know what to expect at, at quarterback. You know, what's going to happen? Who's going to lock up the spots on the offensive line? So it's really kind of a positional thing for me. I want to see who's locking up those spots. And from there, then we'll start to, you know, kind of see how this roster is shaping out, how much depth does Mississippi State have on each side of the ball. That's kind of what I'm looking at. But I, I don't know truly what Mississippi State will have or any kind of answers that we can get from these first few weeks of practice. And that's kind of what my answer was. Like it was a lot of depth chart kind of stuff. You know, there's there's not there's not really you know position battles in terms of you know at Ole Miss right. Dart is the is the established starter, but he's got guys coming in trying to take that job. There's not a case for that at Mississippi State. You mentioned the secondary. All those jobs outside of Richardson are wide open, right? There there could be any number of starters, and we and we wouldn't be surprised by that. Something I talked about. On, on the live show prior to the, this to us recording this podcast is, you know, a lot of times we we have a player that we've kind of written off, right? A veteran who has, you know, I, I think last year you might have gone with Caleb Ducking for this, right? A guy that hadn't really done much, has been here for a few years, and you're just like, ah, he'll never really do anything. And then he comes out and gives you some some good production in the season. Who's a guy, offense or defense, that you could see that we haven't seen much of to this point at Mississippi State? And all of a sudden, this year you see a lot of him. On either side, either side, yeah. Well, Travion Williams is one of those that I think is is this could be a big year for him. I mean, I mean uh, it's just, that's just his second year. Is there a veteran guy, a guy who's like a redshirt junior or a senior? Uh, JP Purvis obviously is up there. Choice. Yeah, that you know, J- JP Purvis should have been more involved last year. I think. Is when he got his chance, and then I think it was when Nate Watson got ejected for helmet to helmet or something like that. Yeah. When he got his chance to come in there, he looked really good, and we just didn't see a, a ton from him after that. So I think this year you're going to see him a lot more, and that's a guy that we're not talking about enough that I think is going to have a big season. Um, other veterans, I'm trying to think. Um, you know, uh, we've been talking about Jordan Davis for years, and we yeah, just that's a good choice there. Can he stay healthy? Can he help Mississippi State this year? I, I feel like if he's healthy, he could be a, con- a big contributor, but I don't trust him think, to stay healthy. Yeah, he keeps getting hurt. So, yeah. uh, and then, it's, you know, this is a big year for him. A guy like Asias Furge, who, you know, two years ago or three years ago looked like he was going to be the starting cornerback. But then uh, Emmanuel Forbes emerges and Furge steps into the, into the back, you know, steps back a, a bit. Furge is, is, you know, if, if we if we went to the season today, Furge would be the starting quarterback alongside DeCameron Richardson. So can he hold on to that? Because I feel like he's got the same kind of pressure on him with Kamari Rogers 
and then Hunter Washington and and uh DeCarlos Nicholson and all these guys. I mean, there's there's some good young guys there that are ready to take over and and, and show their spots there. So State does have these veteran guys. And then you mentioned Trevion Williams. I think you and I are, are we're kind of leading the bandwagon with him. But between him and Calvin Dinkins, I feel like State has got two young guys who could really explode on the scene. And I think we're going to see early in practice uh, if they're ready to take that step forward. And they need them too, because this is a defensive line that next year is going to look a lot different from the starting group or, you know, even the first, some of the first five or six guys up front. They're losing Jordan Davis. They're losing um, probably Nathan Pickering. They're going to lose Jaden Crumity. Um, you know, we'll see what happens with Monte Russell. I mean, there's going to be some new faces up front, and they're going to be asked to do uh, some big things early. It, it could look a lot like 2019 when Mississippi State was playing Jaden Crumity and um, Lee Autry and uh, Fabian Lovett and those guys that had not played a lot, and they had to go through their lumps, and they, they held their own, but they had to go through their lumps. You really want Travion Williams and Calvin Dinkins to get a ton of playing time this year. So when they slide in next year and are starting up front, they're ready. And I, I think the only way to get there is through playing time. That you, you can't just expect those guys to learn under David Turner and learn under the older guys in practice and then just pop in and be potential all-SEC guys next year. Those guys have got to take those lumps this year. And it's a lot easier to allow them to take those lumps behind the older guys than doing it when they're the lead guys next year. So yeah. I, I really feel like this year's big to get, get them playing time, get them some good playing time and big moments. One thing we haven't talked a whole ton about and something that you can kind of get a look at in practice is special teams. Um, you know, we haven't talked much about Nicholas Barmira, who's going to be Mississippi State's place kicker. You know, when he came in from the transfer portal, you looked at his stats at UCLA, you know, they weren't overly impressive, but I thought he looked really good in the spring game, boomed a couple of long field goals there, had plenty of room to spare. I always make a point to take a look over on the on the second practice field and see how the kickers are doing. Uh, that's a guy that, you know, Mississippi State is going to be a team that, you know, offensively, they're, they're going to be good, but not great. Defensively, they should be very good. Field goals are going to be a thing for Mississippi State. They're going to need them to win games this year. You know, what are your early thoughts from what you saw in the spring and then coming into the fall on Nicholas Barmira? I think he'll be solid. I talked to uh, Eric Mealy the other day. Okay. Um, just, you know, kind of small talk, and he's really excited about his players. He, you know, you know me, I'm trying to get something out of him, and <laughs> he gave me a, a nice coach-speak answer. They got a lot of competition, but I don't think it was coach speak necessarily. I think he really believes that he's got a lot of guys in that room that can help them. They brought in Kyle Ferry, who was really good last year out of high school. They got a couple of different guys uh, out of the transfer portal. I think they're going to have some competition. And you know this, it's so important to have different guys in that room because if you ever get a kicker, that gets that in the back of his head that can't, you know, get out of his own head and is struggling and you don't have anybody behind him to turn to, mm -hmm. you're in trouble. Right. So I, I like the fact that Mississippi State has options. 
in the offseason, we weren't talking about the, the kicking situation much in the spring because I thought they were doing a good job. Um, a lot of times when you're not talking about it, it means they're doing their job. In, in the past springs and, and falls, we've seen the kickers really struggle, and it's mm-hmm. been a big topic of conversation. It hasn't been as as big of a conversation um, over the last few months. I think that's because they feel really good about it right now. So our first chance to view practice will be Friday morning, 9.45 a.m., and that practice is completely open. We can go around and we'll be able to do uh, video and social media so we'll be able to talk about it. You know, the past couple of years, they, Coach Leach kind of had a crackdown on that, didn't want video, didn't want tweeting going on. Not going to be the case this year. So, so talk us through what you're going to do Friday. What, what, what's your plan? Where do you want to look first? So uh, is there? there's no rules this year? Is that what you said? It's every man for himself out there, I guess. We can we can just like film stuff and uh, that's uh, tweet if it I out. read the email. Uh, uh, you know what, friend? I let's will pull it up. Well, let's get it up here again. That's what she said. Uh, oh, I could I couldn't resist on that one. That was that was too easy. Uh, where did it go here? So and again, you know, hey, I'm not a smart guy. I could easily be uh could be misreading uh what what, what it says here, but. That would be interesting if it specifically says that we could do that stuff. That would mean it was straight Select up. Periods of practice will be open to the media. See schedule attached. Video, photography, and social media use is allowed during open periods of practice. Well, the first practice is completely open to the media. Interesting. So does, that not, does that not mean we can? It's interesting that they specifically say that social media use is allowed. Yeah. So that Last was that weren't was, even allowed to tweet, like if, if something happened. That's wild. Yeah. I figured that was just a university thing and not a Mike Leach thing. I didn't think he really cared, but that's that's really interesting. I'm gonna, okay. you know, when we when we get there Friday, I'm gonna come across the media relations. Well, I want to be sure about what I'm doing here. Yeah, because I had to last year I had to get permission to to post that video of uh, Zach Arnett that was running uh the option with the to players. Yeah. Yeah, Actually, yeah. it was back in the spring. Yeah. Um, but remember, like, we got in trouble one time for, like, saying Osiris Mitchell looked good. Yeah. Or something like that. Or we talked yeah. about – who else were we talking about? Oh, Ra-Ra Thomas. Like, Ra-Ra Thomas looks really good. They're like, yeah. no, nah, I don't don't mention that. Like, yeah. what? Yeah. Like, why are we here? Yeah. So, All right, guys, you can watch the whole practice. And this, do not speak of anything that you see. And this is what I – I said this on Sports Talk, and, and I want to say it again, you know, you guys are listening, might be listening to this go, well, what do I care what you guys get to see in practice? What we get to see in practice is what you get to see in practice. Exactly. We're there to, we're there to see this for you. I'm not but going to know. practice for yeah, myself. I, don't, I, mean, I, I, I can care. I am. I, I'm, I'm going for myself, but I'm going for myself so I know what I'm talking about. Exactly. And it's it's because of the, the listeners and the people that we're writing for. It's our job. That's what we're We're relaying what we see to you like we are the liaison and you're relying on us to be your eyes and ears and we're trying to to process it the best that we can so i'm gonna try to make it out there as often as i can because i'll yeah. you know i always want to be informed about what i'm talking about or at least think that i'm informed I, I might not be saying things that are correct i might be i might not be dissecting things the correct way but at least i can try yeah 
So we'll be out there Friday, 9.45 a.m., and then we talk to Arnett afterwards, so that should be around noon, and then uh, hopefully we'll have uh, plenty to talk about on Sports Talk Mississippi on Friday, and we should have that audio as well. We played audio from Coach Hall and Coach Kiffin today. Uh, as you can imagine, you couldn't you couldn't get two more opposite sides of the spectrum for excitement uh, than those two guys, um, but Coach Arnett should I be I am on. excited. Well, you know, you guys just day your the injury policy. We're not going to talk about that. It's like, just be quiet. <laughs> so, Coach Hall, on the other hand, is out there. Man, we're we're excited. We're going. We're ripping it up. I'm like, yes, let's go. So, so, so Mississippi State has been accused by the Associated Press of tampering with Jason Brownlee. Yeah, we talked about that today on Sports Talk Mississippi. Much to the chagrin of some Southern Miss fans, I'm sure, who thought it was a big conspiracy. Um. So, if you read the quote, the first off, it feels like he doesn't, Brownlee does not specifically mention Mississippi State or Ole Miss in his quote. I need to see the quote where he, he says that. Because in his, he just talks about, yeah, I, I decided I wanted to stay loyal. If you read the quote that he gives, Robbie, to me, and I, I you know, Southern Miss fans are going to be like, well, you're just taking it up for state. Well, whatever. It reads like somebody just asked him if he ever thought about going in the portal. It doesn't read like somebody specifically said Mississippi State or Ole Miss. And if they did, then it's the writer's job to get that quote in there where he mentions them specifically. That was a very like irresponsible thing to write about, especially with Associated Press. And I don't know who wrote the article either. It just says Associated Press. It doesn't say the author it, it, of the article. Yeah, and it, I mean, well, it had to have been whoever covers New York, right? It covers the Jets, yeah. I don't know, man. I that's that's a that's a pretty serious unless you have like some some good facts on that. Mm-hmm. You know, I mentioned something about you know Will Rogers getting tampered with. I feel very, very, very confident about that because I back checked that mm-hmm. uh, with people close to Will, people right. close to that situation. But I mean. Just throwing it around there that loosely is kind yeah. of wild. And if Brownlee said stayed in Ole Miss, then put the quote in there. You yeah, put it in there. You yeah, if, get exactly. It, it'd be different said. if he's if it'd be different if he had a direct quote from Brownlee on that. Yeah, I don't have any indication that that happened. Right. And I kind of have a hard time believing that Brownlee wouldn't have transferred to to state. Yeah. Well, I mean, he 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 might be a. a I, don't, I don't know Jason Brownlee, but my guess is he might have had loyalty to Southern Miss. They recruited him when Mississippi State didn't. He might have. He might have. So at the same time, you could see, you know, last year especially, why the air raid would have been attractive to him. You know, he would have come in knowing he was going to get a lot of reps. So, however that works, fine. Tampering is something that every school is having to deal with. Southern Miss tampers, Mississippi State tampers, Ole Miss tampers. It's about being smart in how you do it, you know. And the the big the big thing the big deal to to, to point out is that Brownlee didn't go anywhere, you know. I'm sure Frank Gore Jr. was tampered with. I mean, a lot of teams like to have Frank Gore Jr. on their team, so it kind of is what it is there. All right, let's move into the rest of the show. That's brought to you by our friends over at the Mississippi Beef Council, who want to remind you that beef it's what's for dinner. If you're firing up the grill this weekend or anytime soon, you need to be putting beef on there. Nothing beats the sizzle of beef on the grill. 
I just discovered the flat iron steak, by the way, Robbie. I don't know if I told you about this. Got a yes. flat iron steak the other day at the uh, the grocery store. Delicious and super easy to cook, and it's cheap. Got a, a almost a one pound steak for ten bucks. I mean that's 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 a good piece of uh that's a good piece of investing by me on that one. So I'm telling you guys, head to your local grocery stores. There's so much great stuff there. Uh, and I know the Kroger here. They 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 have flank steak, skirt steak. They have beef back ribs, which I've been thinking about getting my hands on the past few weeks. I might I might do that before the summer's out. Just a lot of good choices, and they all are beef. Beef, it's what's for dinner, thanks to our friends at the Mississippi Beef Council. Two Brothers Smoked Meats in the heart of the Cotton District is the place to find, you know what? Smoked Southern Soul Food. Great place, great location. The patio's great. There's always going to be live music out there on the weekends. Fantastic people and service every time you go in there. They're always happy to see you. But the food is what brings you to the restaurant, and it's the best you're going to find. One of my favorite places to go, not just in Starkville, but in the entire SEC. Some of my favorite dishes are on the menu there at Two Brothers. They've always got great specials running. And as I said earlier, with tailgating season coming up, you want to talk to Two Brothers about catering your tailgate, you'll have one. That's the envy of the junction. Two Brothers Smoked Meats in the heart of the Cotton District, the place to find smoked southern soul food. Great products, great service. That's what every business likes to promise you. They deliver it to you at Advantage Business Systems, and they have for, uh, gosh, 48 years. That is a long time to be doing anything, but be providing, uh, be have a business open for that long, the only way you could do it is to, uh, to take care of uh, your customers. And they do it at Advantage Business Systems like nobody else. They treat you like a neighbor. They treat you like a neighbor because you are their neighbor. You are a Mississippian just like you. Or like, just like them, I guess I should say. So if you need service or te- you need technology for your business, call Advantage Business Systems. If you need service, you just call them back. It's just that simple, and it's just gonna, always going to be that simple with Advantage Business Systems. 601-362-9192 or visit them online, absms.com. Find out how Advantage Business Systems helps your business do business. The Collegiate Collection at the Rogue. It's the best around, guys. Credible polos. To, to, and pullovers to choose from this football season, you need to upgrade your wardrobe. You, you expect Zach Arnett to upgrade the football program. He expects you to upgrade your wardrobe. Get the banner M out of there and get the state script in. That's the new wave of Mississippi State. Get on the forefront of it with Robbie and I with a new polo from The Rogue. Shop at The Rogue in Jackson or online at therogue.com. Don't live the three-stripe life. Shop at The Rogue. Mississippi State wins its final basketball game in Portugal without its head coach, Chris Jans, who returned home to the United States uh, to take care of a family-related issue. We haven't, I haven't have any information on that other than to say that, you know, he had to come home and you can sort of put two and two together that there was something, you know, something happened with his family and we will wish them the best and our thoughts and prayers and all that stuff uh, for Coach Jans. But another impressive win for the Bulldogs and another game where Josh Hubbard is the leading scorer. Again, the Chris Jackson hype is stupid, but it's pretty obvious at this point that that play that he has, he might be a little bit better than I was thinking he was going to be this year. He might be a, a big time contributor for Mississippi State. And if he can provide, you know, he had 18 points today. I'm not expecting 18 points per game or anything close to it from Josh Hubbard. Robbie, but if he's giving you eight, nine, ten points a game off the bench, and he's giving you some shooting and some spacing, that's going to be a huge, huge bonus for Mississippi State. 
I think the fact that we're talking about, you know, the possibilities that they have at point guard is huge. I mean, you've got Rams Davis didn't even play this week. Right. Um, he's got a broken foot, I think, or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, he was on the trip, but on a scooter. So he's going to be out for a few weeks. But Andrew Taylor, Rams, uh, you could probably move. I mean, Shaq Moore's going to be playing off guard. You got uh, Josh Hubbard. You have some serious options right there at guard. And then I'm I'm really excited to see uh, what Jimmy Bell is doing. Mm-hmm. I think you've got a definite upgrade there, backup center behind Tolu Smith. He looks a lot more fluid and athletic than. And I, I thought Will yeah. McNair gave State quality minutes last year and played he well. Did. But Jimmy he Bell did. looks like he's a step above him. Yeah, looks more athletic. Looks bigger. Yeah, to me, looks wider, looks more strong. I think he's going to be, you know, more explosive. That that's a guy that is not going to be a double double guy, but right. you can bring him into the ball game. Totally get some foul trouble or something like that. You can bring him in. He's going to hold his own against whoever he's going up against. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I was uh, ecstatic to see the basketball team this this uh, week last week and um, kind of see the progression that they've made. And this is just the first month that they've been playing together. That's that's the most exciting thing about this team. And listen, the competition was not good. That's not a, that's not a great competition. But yeah. how many times last year did we see Mississippi State sitting wide open at three-point range and missing the whole goal? This team was able to knock down open shots. They hit over 33-pointers in three ball games. Josh Hubbard was hitting big threes. Um, I, I think this is going to be an exciting team this year. You know the defense is going to be there for those guys. The fact that they're already showing an improved offense, you should be really excited about what this basketball team is going to look like this year under Chris Jans. It's going to be tough, Robbie. It's going to be tough to keep people from, from drinking Kool-Aid on this one. We're, we're going to have our work cut out for us to keep people grounded. Oh, people were drinking the Kool-Aid last year, and that was a bad offensive team. That was a bad offensive team, but kind of everybody like you, loved watching it. What you said about uh, pitching, right? You made the comment that if State is just average at pitching, they have opportunities, right? They mm-hmm. could have been a, they could have been a regional team this year if they were just average at pitching. The same thing is true for basketball. If that team was just average offensively, they would have been a five seed somewhere instead of playing in the play-in game. So, yeah, they they don't have to be good offensively if they're going to play defense the way they did last year. They just have to be average. They got to be able yep. to knock down that open look when they get it. And and that's I you know, I feel really good about their opportunities this year. So, interested to see when that schedule comes out what it all looks like as far as it needs to be it needs to be more competitive, more challenging. Yeah, yeah I, I agree. I mean, but, you, you know, you, you can throw those guys in the fire, and, and that you know Marquette and Utah was where those ended up being good teams, and and they did. They played, I think, three or four tar- non-conference games against tournament teams. The the um, well, the that that non-conference nine. schedule saved them. Yeah, and been being and that and being twelve and one against it too. Plus, they have Georgia Tech uh, in the in the first year of the ACC challenge, and that's going to be a road game. So if you can go on the road and get a true road, road win, those are always really good. So we'll see. But a good trip to Portugal. Bulldogs will return now and uh, get back to practice and uh, get ready for the season, which is just a few months away. But we're only a few weeks away from the start of college football. Tomorrow on the show, 
We'll have our opponent preview. Uh, we had to push that back. There were some issues with Zoom today. I don't know what was going on. Uh, but Ben Portnoy will join us tomorrow. We'll talk about the South Carolina Gamecocks. But more importantly than that, our annual All-22 rankings. Robbie and I will look at the depth chart. We'll rank everybody by our confidence in them, and we'll give you who we think is going to start for MSU at every position. So that's on tomorrow's show. Looking forward to that. Guys, have a great Thursday. Robbie and I back with you on Friday. For Robbie Falk, I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Talk Mississippi Media Production.